Annabelle, uh, my question is um, one potential area people will be anxious about is if we uh, put these standards in, then we won't have cheap products for those in this world. What's your answer to that? Um, yeah, look, this is not a silver bullet. I mean, so many things have to change, including business models. So, even, you know, people that support the circular economy, it's businesses need to service those products. So, you know, the consumer shouldn't bear the brunt of having to support themselves going to court, but also buying the most expensive product to get good value out of it. The business should be creating um, products of minimum standard and then servicing them. So, I think, so the Fuji Xerox does it at the moment with their um, the photocopy machines. They come in, they repair them, they service them, they upgrade them, and you pay like a you can pay by subscription, um, or you can do like a leasing service where it's an ongoing. It's almost like a payment plan where you pay for the service of that product. Actually, there's a, a really good example of this in Holland um, at the moment. They use uh, high-end washing machines. A company buys them and then they install a little electronic controller and you pay per wash. So it's a lease. So instead of having to buy a very expensive machine, you're, you're, they look after everything. So there are, you see, it's it's all about the business model, and it's about how value is perceived by the company. And if waste making is part of that, then it becomes, you know, this problem. Yeah. Doesn't help you now, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> or anyone so. now, but... No, my question really is, is, is just that, um, Presumably, it will take out the cheap, the apparently cheaper models from the market if they crash. Wash, yeah. yeah, because it's more expensive to have that. So I mean, it's an equity issue as well, isn't it? Mm. Surely, it's only internalizing the actual damage it does into the cost yeah. of the machines. Much more important than just regulating. I mean, mm. you'd think that that was a more effective way where people, the cheap machines is a, not real. Is it? Because it has many other costs than everybody else. So we're going to have to move on. We'll all come out in the wash. One of the things about this, this consumption and why it seems as if it's necessary from a social point of view is that it provides employment. So I'm just, just wondering what comment you would make about you know, the, the need to uh, you know, have people employed in producing rubbish. Well, well I think um, uh, <laughs> that's a very difficult one. My, my feeling is the circular economy uh, could potentially uh, employ a lot of other people. I mean, there's been studies showing that, um, I, I've just been to Cheshu in China, 40,000 people employed in recycling in this little town of half a million. Um, you know, they have, they do everything. Some of it is not very green and clean. They're kind of aiming higher all the time. They do lead batteries, for example. I had to wear a special suit to go and look at it. <laughs> but it, it, it does employ people, repair employs people. The, the issue that, you, that I was trying to get across is that optimizing everything from the sellers and the manufacturers' point of view in a way creates a kind of an economy where uh, externalization occurs all the time. You know, I, I think this is our challenge. We've inherited this. We can't even think in economic terms where we internalize everything. We're just beginning to. It's like we it's almost like we have to go back to the nineteenth century where People were very proud to make something that lasts 30 years. You know? yes. uh, so it's it's a very it's very hard because all our technology, in a way, contributes to this acceleration. It just seems to me that we've got to incorporate the unions in the discussion of the oh, board. It's not that I'm a union member, but I got, yes, no, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had a similar comment. Was just 
that those studies about local localised repair shops opening up again because it's not just to the big corporations um, doing that as well. Um, and it's all part of the degrowth, you know, because we're also buying buying better, getting better value and service for the product, but buying less um, and hopefully working less, having less that knows working six hour days, four day weeks. So you know that need to be employed five days a week, you know. Yeah. Doesn't need to exist. So it's all, it's all, yeah. One, one last question. We're running out of time with you and Black. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. So thanks very much. Really interesting discussion. So I'm just interested. Uh, initially, it was going only for Robert, but I think it's and for everyone as well, and Annabelle included. Uh, this this turn in the the kind of more popular idea that consumption has now turned to what we kind of refer to as ethical consumption. So people kind of say, don't worry about it. You buy something, but if this is a very green, it's a very ethical thing. It's made in the right way, but it's still a product. We still consume and we still keep buying things, but with a kind of clearer conscience. And I, I wonder what your opinion is on that and also what is the implication because media kind of have a, a huge impact on that and you know anything from the TV programs that people watch to anything on social media and you know, do people, for example, the cap that you know Robert brought up and now everyone you know, tends to say, great, we'll buy that pick cup, but it's still another product that in, you know, a few years time we'll have too many of these and then we'll have to do another bit of, you know, how, how is that, you know. Um, I think I'll answer it from a cultural perspective because it's in our culture, you know, it's like this is what we're taught, this is how we get the respect, that whether suit to Donahue or the brand new shoes, blah, 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 whatever it is. Um, Ariana Huffington from the Huffington Post is doing a really good um, thing at the moment. I think more from a feminist perspective, but she's going, ladies, Wear the same thing every single day. Have a uniform, save time in the morning, and just get the work done. Um, I like it because it's just taking out that need to be fashionable and always look smart and have your suit of armor, all that kind of stuff. It's getting the message out there going, and it's hard, but, um, you know, I, I, for example, I started buying op shop clothes that I've managed to wear to work, the vintage clothes that were quite cool, and yeah, it's, it's making it cool or acceptable to live in that alternative space. And I think our culture needs to change. Um, because that's where a lot of it comes from. Any, any final comment? Yeah, I, well, I've done quite a bit of study on this. I, I think it's almost like a brand. Because everything is global, globalization, we don't know where anything comes from. We just literally don't. We have to trust something like branding. But my view is that when you say something is really green and really better, it, it kind of, it's like grabbing yourself around the throat because you're, in a sense, then obliged to walk the walk talk. So there's sort of almost like a ladder of ethicalization that occurs with some of these companies where they start to find they're, they're going to be embarrassed, they're going to be caught out. And so I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just very important not to think that the standard greenwashing is real. You know, we have to recognize that it's, it's all, to some extent, it's all greenwashing. You know, it's a very, uh, you know, as soon as you're trying to sell something, you're trying to persuade people. And to some extent, you're trying to engage them in a mutual deception. You're trying to deceive them because you've already been deceived that you're selling the best car in the block. Yeah? So it's complex. Well, but, we'll uh, have to leave it there. All right. Uh, will you join me? Thank you.